Welcome to Top Advisor Marketing, where you will learn how to become a prolific online influencer, attract more ideal clients, and grow your practice. Brought to you by Top Advisor Podcasting, a done-for-you podcasting solution built just for trusted advisors. And now, your co-hosts of Top Advisor Marketing, Kirk Lowe and Matt Halloran. Hello and welcome to another Top Advisor Marketing Podcast. Now, our guest today is somebody that I'm sure that you've heard of. She speaks all over, not just the country, but but the world has been looked at as one of the best executive coaches that are out there, and her name is Stephanie Bogan. Now, she is the Chief Possibility Officer at Aduce, and we're going to find out what that means, and also the founder of Limitless Advisor Coaching. Today, we're really going to talk about doubling your revenue. Now, all of you know that this is a marketing-based program, so when Stephanie talks about this way to truly grow exponentially, we're going to always keep it in this marketing mindset, because we want to make sure that you're focused in the right thing, doing the right things with your time, which Stephanie's got some really, really great techniques and tips that she's going to be sharing today. So Stephanie, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. It's a pleasure to be here. I start off the podcast with the same question with everybody, which is, you know, tell us a little bit about your story. I'm really interested in how you've gotten to where you are today. I think, you know, the, I think the biggest part of my story really comes with two questions, right? I think most people know it at this point. I started my first firm at 24 I sold it 12 years later and a seven-figure deal to a Fortune 200 company. Got to join the executive team there for four years. I learned so much about how Fortune 200 companies run that I decided I no longer needed to work for one. Took a year off with my family, traveled the world, uh, went over to United Capital and helped build out the national business model and client experience for a couple of years. And then literally at the apex of my career, as I was so told by so many people, uh, just without warning, walked away from it all and retired to a beach in Costa Rica. That was uh, almost six years ago. And uh, the second question I always get, Matt, is why did you unretire? Uh, So I only half unretired. I worked 20 hours a week from my beach in Costa Rica. But it's because of really the the process that I went on. When When I retired, I had all this time and I had this deep, longing to really know more about why I had been so successful, right? By every measure, I had built a multi-million dollar business. I'd sold it to a Fortune 200 company. I had a great house and family, right? Uh, recognition and money and, and accomplishment. Check the boxes. I had it all. But somehow, I think for a lot of people, we, you know, we're striving for something and we don't know what. And I just realized I wasn't going to find it on the path I was on. So I did that thing you read about in books and I just walked away uh, and I studied the science in my, I had loads of free time at that point, and you can only surf and learn Spanish conjugation so much. So I really started to dive deeply into the study of leadership and success and happiness and ended up in neuroscience and quantum physics and epigenology and really these uh, sort of intense fields of human performance and potential, which has been my great passion my whole life. So I unretired really to share people what I learned, which is your mindset matters so much more than any of us are aware. And when you recognize that and you make some shifts, you are able to radically accelerate your success and your life literally in 12 or 24 months and your business can be unrecognizably better. One of the things that I've heard for many, many, many years, especially when I was a therapist and a life coach, was how rigid people think their minds are. Obviously, you're talking about almost like neuro-linguistic programming, reprogramming the brain, changing neural pathways. 
how, what did you learn? Do you mind sharing a little? Let's dive a little bit more deeply into that because I don't get to talk to a lot of people about this stuff. But he's, so this is cool. Uh, you're nerd now in my area of nerdiness. So let's I talk about that. Everyone thinks I'm like this visionary speaker, marketing person, and I'm like I'm a closet geek. I'm such a, I'm such a nerd. I love this stuff. Yeah. So here's the here's the statistic that blew, literally blew my mind. Like walk Reddit changed my life in a second. There's a study by Cambridge Institute. They have essentially shown that there are three factors to success, environment, skills, and psychology or mindset. Mm-hmm. Okay, that makes perfect sense, right? Here's the mind-blowing fact. Of those three factors, success and happiness are driven by your mindset 80%. 80% of your success and happiness are driven by the way that you think. We have 60,000 thoughts a day on average. of those thoughts neuroscientists have essentially proven are negative, and 95% of those run on a constant replay loop. So essentially, no matter who you are, by about the age of 35, you are essentially a 95% a set of subconscious patterns and programs. Your brain, because of the way that it is hardwired to work, has to process 11 million bits of information a second, and it can't do it consciously. It has to do it subconsciously. So you have a part of your brain called a reticular activating system. I call her RAS because it's easier. And that part of your brain filters every bit of information that comes in. And that fifth of a second decides what's important to you or not based on what? Based on your filters. Mm -hmm. And your filters are your mental models. In the language of research, they call them internal representations of reality. In real life, we call them mental models or beliefs or stories. Mm -hmm. Some people grow up believing they can do anything if they work hard because that's the belief set that they adopted. Some people grow up believing that no matter what they do, they will be successful because that's the belief set that they adopted. The challenging part here is it's all subconscious. 95% of this is happening below the the conscious in your conscious mind. You have two, one brain and two minds. Your conscious brain, your prefrontal cortex, the cognitive thinking part of your brain is in charge 5% of the time, five. The rest of the time, your subconscious brain is just chugging along, kind of putting you through the motions. Matt, have you ever driven down the freeway? Now be honest here. And then you pull into the driveway and you're like, holy heck. I was just having a conversation in my head for the last five minutes and I don't even remember driving home. Oh, I live, I, I mean, I'd say right. a lot of my life. Like that. <laughs> we, we all do that. Or yeah. someone's in our office having a meeting yeah. with us and our mind is on the email that we were writing when That's they right. came in. That's your conscious and subconscious mind. It allows you to do a lot of stuff at once. It drives better than you, or at least it drives better than me, as my husband would, <laughs> my husband would say. It's the standing joke in our family. So here's the kicker, right? Because when I started reading this, I approached it from a place of research and right, like how do I perform better? When you talk about mindset, so many people hear airy-fairy, hocus-pocus, woo-woo. And here's what I'm here to tell people. Like, this was the shift for me. This is all about how to amplify your personal performance and your happiness and well-being in life. Like, the two most important things to most people. And what the science tells us, Matt, is that if we peek inside the curtain of our mind, we are not using five-sixths of our resources. 95% of the time, we're on autopilot. We are using, if I said to you, Matt, I want you, if an advisor came to me and said, I want to double my business and work half the time, I would say, great. Uh, if you want to continue to do it the typical way, you're going to give me five-sixths of your capital, five-sixths of your human resources, and five-sixths of your time. Now I want you to go out and do it. Hmm. 
and he's going to come back in a year and he's going to be stressed and struggling and overwhelmed and he's going to doubt himself and be fearful and think it was supposed to be so much better than this. And I say, yes, you did the work, just not the work you needed to do to achieve the level of success that you desire. If you want to play a different game, you have to have different thoughts. And that, Matt, all boils down to mindset. Okay. So so let's let's unpack that way, way more deeply. How do you help advisors change this mindset? Uh, we reframe and in, in the in coaching terms, we reframe and unpack, right? But 80% of the work that we do is focused on an advisor's business. So let's pick what are some of the common problems that advisors have? The number one mistake that I see advisors make or the issue that I see in the advisory profession is this. It's what I call crisis of confidence. It shows up in our prospecting. It shows up in our client interactions. It shows up in our partnerships. So a prospect calls you and they come into your office and they meet with you, Matt, for an hour and a half. It's great meetings. They love it. At the end of that meeting, they tell you that they like it. They appreciate it. They value it. They're on board. Matt, we really value it. Uh, we just don't value it as much as you do. do you, we value it about 80% as much. Do you think that you could discount the fee? <laughs> How would you answer that question? No. Like if we're being really honest, circle of trust, feel free to edit me. You'd be like, hell yeah. no, I'm not. Yeah, there's, there's, there's no way I would do that. Yeah. There's no way. But I promise you that for 99% of the people listening, they've had that interaction and they've said yes. Oh, Absolutely. They, it, the prospect just wasn't smart enough to put it that way, wasn't courteous enough to put it that way. Our mindset heard something entirely different. Our brain heard discount equals yes. Yes equals good. No equals no. No equals bad. Bad equals no clients. We lose all clients. We go out of business, get eaten <laughs> by a hungry tiger and die. Nod yes, quick, move on. Yeah. And that's exactly what happens. And the second that you do that the first time, the neural pathway is set. Yeah, it is. And your brain is lazy and efficient. Call it what you want. So guess what happens the next time, Matt? You're going yes. to pre-position yourself And the next thing you know, you're a guy named Brian who paid me an awful lot of money to mm -hmm. come and do his practice and tell him that in his $800,000 practice, the difference between what his fee schedule said and the discounts he'd given were $80,000 a year. Mm. He was 38. 20 years later, that would have been worth $1.6 million, no compounding interest. Add 7% compounding interest, you're in the millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. You haven't even accounted for the monetization value if he sells that practice. Mm -hmm. That one decision cost him, we calculated, $3.6 million. Mm -hmm. So when advisors come to me or they join our coaching program and they're like, how do you, you know, how can I build a million dollar practice and take 100 days off? I'm like, how can you not? It's the equivalent of taking one in three days off. Mm -hmm. That's it. If you worked really smart for two days, you're telling me you couldn't take the third day off? Of course you could. Richard Branson runs 400 companies. And every time you see that guy, he's jumping out of an airplane <laughs> or riding a skimboard. Yeah. I'm running a $2 million company from a beach in Costa Rica 20 yep. hours a week. Mm -hmm. Took me two years to build it. Mm -hmm. The only difference between this time and last time is that I came in with a different mindset. That's the difference. All right. Let's talk about exercises. So as our advisors are listening to the podcast, you just got them all fired up and freaked out probably both, which is freaking awesome because that means they're going to take action. What is something that they can do right now? What is one of those exercises that you know just it works 90% of the time that you want to talk to our people about and say, okay, this is what I want you to do in the last you know, 20 minutes or 10, 15 minutes of this podcast. What are those things? Let, let's dive in. Let's go. 
Well, it's really about any area where you want to improve your performance. So what we focus on in our coaching is what I call the seven mindsets of success, worth, value, time, relationships, and so on. So let's choose, uh, let's choose time, for example. So uh, one of the things we're working on in our coaching right now is pro- productivity. So time, energy, and focus create your momentum. Momentum is a huge factor in your productivity. So one of the things that you need to do to double your income in half the time, like guaranteed, no questions asked, you must become fanatical about guarding your time. Fanatical, right? So there are like 12 things that you do to become fanatical about guarding your time. And I I can't tell you all about them, but what you need to have is the mindset about the value of your time. So the value of your time, if you use our return on time calculation, which is the total number of hours you use to generate and manage revenue divided by the total hours worked to generate and manage it, not all your hours, just those hours is your return on time. If I have a $500,000 practice and I spend 1,000 hours generating and managing revenue, my return on time is $1,000 an hour. Our best practice standard is $1,000 an hour. And by the way, that gets you far better client service because of the way that you're running your business around that because you're leveraging your time. So you actually do way more for clients in a lot less time. So how do you get control of your time, right? Well, the typical consultant will tell you to do a time study. Time studies suck. No one wants to do them. So here's what you do. You can use this exercise for anything in your life, by the way. It's the simplest thing. And I've learned that simple is the ultimate sophistication. So you take out a piece of paper. So let's choose time right now. Your job with time, write this down, it will change your life, is to only do your genius level work. And those are energy creating, revenue producing activities, Matt. Mm-hmm. That's not paperwork. It's not portfolio management. It's <laughs> not email. Revenue, energy creating, revenue producing activity. So if you want to figure out if you have the potential to double your revenue in half the time, do this exercise for five days. Take out a piece of paper, put it squarely on your desk, where you will see it every day. Draw a line across the middle of the paper. Above the line, write a plus. Below the line, write a minus. Above the line, write energy creating, revenue producing. Below the line, write energy draining, not revenue producing. Each day, Matt, Whatever you do that day goes above or below the line. Mm -hmm. I checked my email below the line, two hours. I had a client meeting above the line, one hour. You don't even have to write the time. If you do that for five days and you look at the paper, you're going to know where your time is going Mm -hmm. and you're going to know exactly what you need to do to leverage your time to the utmost. And leverage is one of the seven mindsets. You have to delegate, eliminate, or outsource anything that is not one of your unique genius tasks. All right. I have to pause you there because this is where I hear in my advisor's brains, their, their brains screeching to a halt. Because what makes a great advisor, Stephanie, doesn't always make them great in doing that, what you just said, which is to rescind control, right, to outsource things, to delegate things, because a lot of times they don't know how to delegate accordingly or that they are controlling enough, which is something I kind of want in an advisor. I want them to kind of be controlling. How do you get over that? Well, you have to recognize what control is. Matt, control is a strategy. Mm Mm-hmm. It's a strategy I'm particularly familiar with, by the way. So is perfection. Perfection is a strategy. So people who are perfectionist controlling, and I say this from, right, from the middle of the crowd, it's a strategy. And the strategy is avoidance of something bad. Perfectionism isn't, and controlling isn't, I'm so much better than everyone else. They just can't meet my standard, which, by the way, we're very good at telling ourselves. Absolutely. 
perfectionism and control is I'm so afraid that something's not going to meet the standard and go bad. And whatever my story around that is, is holding me back Mm -hmm. from the possibility on the other side. So here are two questions that you can ask yourself because here's what's happening. Like I want you guys to understand if I can take a minute, what's actually happening when that happens. Let's unpack it so you can beat it which is in that moment, your brain's fight or flight response is kicking in. RAS, your reticular activating system has taken in a bit of information that in some way signals to your brain threat or danger. In that split second, your brain kicks into fight or flight. Your prefrontal cortex, your conscious thinking rational part of your brain shuts down. It shuts down because in fight or flight, your brain needs, your body needs all of its resources, oxygen and blood to fight or run which means it pulls them from your brain, from your digestive system. It shuts down your immune system, which is why stress, by the way, makes people sick. It is the number one disease in the world, by the way. It's also the number one inhibitor of success and happiness because it shuts down five-sixths of your brain. Like you're literally operating on very limited capacity. So when that happens, your belief systems, your patterns and programs kick in because that's how your brain is hardwired to work. When you see a tiger, you don't sit and think about what to do. Your butt runs. When the prospect says, can I have a discount? You don't go, hmm, you know, I actually have to think about this or I actually have a script plan for this. You go, yes, to make it go away, the threat must be eliminated. So when you know that that's happening, you can take a deep breath, which is how you return oxygen to your brain. Hmm. And say, I am above the line. I am below the line. Where do I need to be? So in our office and all of our clients, if you've ever heard me speak, this is a conversation. Like your job as a human advisor, parent, spouse, friend is to be above the line. Mm -hmm. You get above the line. You can't not be successful. You can't. All good things happen above the line. Abundance, joy, gratitude, confidence, success, growth, great marketing ideas, good relationships with your clients, having the right niche, all above the line. You know what's below the line? Fear, uncertainty, Mm -hmm. doubt, compromise, anxiety, stress, discounts, conflicts with our staff, serving clients, having too many clients that we don't service, but we won't deal with them because what will that mean to our revenue, right? All of the things that hold us back are below the line. When you get your mindset above the line, the way that you look at the world changes, that unpacking. The prospect example is perfect. When I put it to you a different way, you were like, duh. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what people say to me all the time. Well, when you put it that way. (laughs) Yeah. So here's an example. Here's a change that people, two changes that people could make that would literally double their revenue in half the time. One, focus on a niche. Terror. Just rang through. Oh, your I eyes. know. Stephanie, oh we talk about She's it all the time. T- I, have I, to know. Pick. <laughs> That's I know. right. Of the 8 billion people on the planet, you need about 100 to run a million dollar yeah. practice and take 100 days off. Yep. 100. That's it. Don't get greedy. If you want a bigger business, that's awesome. That is not the point of this conversation. Right. Right. This conversation is how do you just run a great business? add massive value to clients, and have an awesome life in the process. Mm -hmm. Can we just get rid of that third part where we lose in the proposition? That's Mm -hmm. all we're trying to fix here. When you shift that mindset of, let me explain it to you. One of our clients in coaching shifted to a niche. And she came to me and she said, I'm I'm just so blown away. And I was like, what do you mean? She goes, everything is different. I'm like, well, I know. She's like, no, everything. 
Conferences mm-hmm. are different. Mm-hmm. What do you mean? She goes, well, I used to go to conferences and look at the agenda and figure out where to go and take a lot of notes and not really use them and then feel bad about it and then go to the next conference and write lather, rinse, repeat. She goes, this conference, I looked at it and I was like, my clients don't need that, don't need that. Oh, definitely need that. Oh, I need to see that tech vendor. Oh, I want to hook up with that person. She's like, it's like a game changer. And that's conferences, guys. I'm talking conferences. You want to talk about client service? Mm -hmm. If Adams went to optometrists, Adam speaks at optometry conferences. He works with optometrists within five years of selling their practices. He's an expert. He's built that niche so that the phone rings with million-dollar clients several days a week. Mm -hmm. So when you do that, by the way, you can build a very specialized service model that loves all over those people. You can have the same wonderful conversation when you do client surges, right? Like block all your client meetings. So you have loads of free time in between and you can have a conversation about what's going on in the world of optometry Mm -hmm. 50 times and look like a freaking genius. And it's so efficient. So it really allows you to double down on your service. And gain massive amount of times because some part of that means over some period of time, you're going to transition out the clients that aren't that niche or at a minimum who aren't profitable. Yes. And that's going to leave you an awful lot of time. And then you use those client surges. You can do a week, a month. You can do a week or two, a quarter. A lot of our advisors will do, you know, two or three weeks twice a year and they'll block all their client meetings. And it is such a fantastic process because it becomes standardized. Mm-hmm. The conversation, the advice is the value, not the information, not when you meet, not the paperwork. So when you put all these pieces together, the mindset and the methods, and you recognize, oh, the reason I'm making these compromises is because I'm below the line. I don't want to talk. So here's how well, I'm going to pause because that was really long. Right. So so there, um, there, there are a couple of different things that I want to highlight there. So, so number yeah. one, I, I had an old client of mine when I was coaching who lived in, in South Texas, and he spent the summer on his boat. So he had a very, very nice boat. And when his clients would call, they would say, hey, where are you at, Lee? And Lee would take his computer and show them where he was at in the middle of the Gulf here in here in, in the United States, right? And, and say, yeah, so I'm looking at wherever right now, right? And they loved that because they knew that he was living his best life, which in turn meant that he was going to provide the best service because he valued his time so much that if he was going to spend time with you, it was going to be a great use of your time. So there's number one. Number two, I love that you talked about energy giving. So I'm going to rewind about seven minutes and talk about energy giving. And, and when you get done with work, with what Stephanie's talking about, everybody, if you're freaking exhausted every day, you're just that's it's bad. And and it's funny that you brought up time, because time is the only resource I can't make more of, right? And and everybody hears that, but I don't think people internalize that very well. And finally, Elon Musk just came out. So so very recently he unveiled this this vehicle, right, which is this Tesla truck. And he's standing on stage, I'm sure you saw this, and they throw these huge metal balls at the windows, and they break, right? He's like, oh, these are unbreakable. (laughs) Both of the balls broke. So I did a whole bunch of research on his fail factor. He builds in to everything that he does a fixed number, quantifiable amount of acceptable fails, and it's like 50 freaking percent. Well, you just talked about fear and you just talked about all of these things that that make advisors not live above that line. And when you understand that, one, it's okay to fall down, 
What makes you a great person is how many times you get back up and if you learn from, from how you fall. But that doesn't just mean you personally. That means that you have to give your team, those people that you surrounded yourself with, that same opportunity to fall down and get better. So I just wanted to summarize some of that stuff, Stephanie. That was that was a hugely powerful thing that you just said there. And as we're wrapping up today's podcast and talking really about living above the line, if somebody wants to engage you to find out how they can implement everything that you just said in this past 20 minutes into their life and their practice, what is the best thing that they can do? Is it uh, first off to start with that piece of paper on the desk? which I think it would be because that's freaking awesome. What is your kind of uh, closing words of advice here? And and let's get some people to uh, find out a little bit more about how they can engage you. The single best and simplest piece of advice that I can ever give people is truly the above the line or below the yeah, line. I love it. Because it applies to anything. You can look at your interactions with your spouse. You can look at your reliability factor, right? Where was I reliable or not reliable this week? It basically just says... Are you operating in a productive, empowered state, which is always going to move you towards what you want? Or are you in a disempowered state? It's all about state. State is driven by mindset. So Mm -hmm. the three variables that you always want to be aware of are your stories, your state, and your strategy, right? Strategy is the business piece. But that above the line and below the line, Matt, will serve you and the listeners as it does me in a thousand different ways, because what it is, is it's a feedback loop and Mm -hmm. feedback is your friend. It creates clarity about what, what's not working and what you don't want so that you can get really clear and committed and take action towards what you do want. What is the best way for people to reach out to find out more about working with you? Uh, The best way to reach us is to visit limitlessadvisor.com, advisor with an ER, and there's uh, resources and information on there if you want to learn more. We just uh, kicked off our 2020 Limitless Advisor coaching program, and there's other ways to work with us or just to download information and resources that'll be helpful. Yeah, and please, dear God, everybody, follow her on social media. She's got a great social media presence. She's always putting really, really wonderful free stuff out to just help you live your best life. And, you know, if you do get to the point in your career where you wake up and truly want to live above the line, please make sure that you look in our show notes because we'll have links to everything that Stephanie said. So, Stephanie, hey, man, you that was super fun. Uh, thanks for being on the show. Awesome. It was my pleasure, Matt. Thank you so much. Living above the line, marketing above the line, spending your time with your friends and family and all of your relationships above the line is a life-changing thing to do. And when it comes to marketing, marketing above the line means that you need to look at what truly is the highest and best use of your time, talents, and treasures, right? We talk about that a lot on the podcast. If you want to figure out what is the best thing to do, anytime you're in that marketing mindset, draw that line on a piece of paper. When you're with your clients, when you're at a networking event, when you're at a conference, draw a line on a piece of paper and find out what is the best use of your time because you are going to fundamentally rewire your brain and become not just a better advisor, but surprisingly enough, you're going to be a better human on this planet. And you know what? That's what we all really should be striving for. If you have any ideas for the podcast or if you have any podcast guest suggestions, email me at matt at topadvisor, T-O-P-A-D-V-S-O-R-M, that M is for marketing.com. Be more than happy to talk to you about your podcast ideas, or if you have any questions, you're more than welcome to email me there. 
If you have not subscribed to the podcast, make sure you click that subscribe now button below. That way, every time we come out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. And if you know somebody who truly should be living above the line, just click that share button, super easy, type their name in, email it to them, uh, and allow them to truly get Stephanie's brilliance here through a very, very easy way to digest information, which we believe is the best, which happens to be podcasting. So for Stephanie Bogan and everybody here at Top Advisor Marketing, this is Matt Halloran, and we'll see you on the other side of the mic very soon. Are you ready to change the way you communicate with your clients? Are you tired of being the best kept secret in your area? Learn how to become a prolific online influencer, attract more ideal clients, and grow your business. Contact us today and see what the power of podcasting can do for your business. Click on the Contact Us link on our website at topadvisormarketing.com and set up a call to learn more. Follow us on LinkedIn and Facebook for more updates and information. This was brought to you by iris.xyz, a platform helping financial professionals become better in business and life through new media and new voices. Visit them and learn more at iris.xyz.